Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Here in the studio tonight, it is Ian and Chris. In fact, I'm trying to get in uh, to access Aria's account right now so we can post her updates that she's been sending to our Mastodon server. Um, but uh, unfortunately, we've got to like get a hold of her phone first, and there's going to be some <laughs> there's going to be some hoops to jump through. But hopefully, we'll get that going. I do have access to her Twitter account, so she has actually been posting some of um, you know she's thanked some of her donors. Uh, people have already been giving very generously uh, already to her commissary account in uh, federal prison, which is where she is right now. She's in a uh, camp. Does she know if there's a limit um, for her commissary account? Because I, I know at the jail uh, you guys were at, they had a limit on, hmm. I think, like 300 a week or something like that. I have not heard uh, if there is any such of a limit in that particular case. Uh, but so I'm just wondering what happens if people keep, pushing funds into the account and then they will it come up with a block how does it is how is it done is there a website that you go to to uh, do the donation do you unfortunately know? there is a uh you have to use western union oh wow MoneyGram, uh and or you can uh send a uh you can send uh like a money order i think there's some sort of instructions as to how to do that and of course, Western Union and MoneyGram are a huge pain in the butt to yeah. use. If you don't, you know, if they don't like you for some reason, like I, you know, like you're instance, one of the Crypto Six, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, in fact, I think Western Union has me blacklisted from having mm. accepted too much money uh, over the years in in various payments mm. or whatever the reason is. So they put me through a ridiculous know your customer uh, Q and A in order you know before i could actually use uh, the site and, and it's going to take 10 days to get like an approval but i was able to use uh moneygram although they rejected the first debit card that i tried to use because they don't want corporate cards which was just a paypal uh card and uh, and then i tried to use a different card but they won't do that that card won't allow for money trans uh, transfers or whatever oh, so right it, it's considered geez. a cash advance Correct. So I, I had to go through four different cards, and then I finally got, like, Bonnie's bank card was the one that uh, that finally worked. So okay. it, it did take some time, but I was able to send uh, some money in. Now, it is like an $8.95 fee. So if, wow. you're, if you're going to send 20 bucks, they're going to charge you an $8.95 fee on, on top of that. So it's always better to send more uh, in at, at one fell swoop yeah. than it is to send less. Uh, it might not be a bad idea for somebody who uh, remembers mail to jail, for example, to say, hey, um, instead of sending money directly to, to Aria's account, send it to me. I'll, I'll make a public accounting of what I've what I've received, mm, and then mm-hmm. send it in five hundred dollar chunks. Right. So the eight dollars doesn't matter. Then. That that way it'll be I, a much I mean, smaller portion. Yeah, it's a great assuming point. Assuming you're allowed to do that, because they may have restrictions on the amounts. They may have. They may have. You'd have to know, look yeah. that up yeah. uh, in advance. Like if it was two fifty. Um, I mean, it's still better than sending twenty bucks and losing. Yeah. Oh, half for of sure. It. For Absolutely. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be on top, I think. So you wouldn't. It wouldn't come out of the twenty. It would be twenty eight ninety five in that particular case. But it's still, it's still pretty it, brutal. You know, this mm-hmm. is an interesting question. So Arya was uh, unwilling to accept, from 
what she said to me anyway, uh, donations before, but she's willing to take, uh, she's willing to do the people to accept donations for her company. When you say no. she was una- unwilling to accept donations, do you mean like for legal funds uh, yeah, or something? Yeah, or it's because her for, attorney was taking care of it. Okay. So she's okay so. with it now, just not before. Yeah. Now, if you ever find okay. yourself with a donation you're having a hard time getting rid of, <laughs> I know some people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> solve that problem for you. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I it was just uh, it was just because she she seemed very resistant to take people's money previously and mm-hmm. um, you know criticizing it. So I, I just wasn't I, I just wasn't sure I fully understood if like we were doing this without her knowledge or if it was no. She's her... very grateful. Yeah, to okay. uh, Have received what she has received already. It's going to make it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're in jail, you got to have money in the commissary, or you're just mm-hmm. subsisting on whatever toothbrush that they uh, they happen to give you, and that's about it. You might get a pencil mm-hmm. and paper, uh, but besides that, you're not going to have a whole lot of comforts if there right. are any comforts <laughs> to be had. Right. Yeah. And it's important for the for the community as well, because, you know, when you think about it, it's it's the same concept as insurance, where they could smash any one of us at any time because, you know, they don't need you to, like, be guilty of anything or mm-hmm. um, and, uh, you know, and and especially those of us who are most dedicated to being activists um well as the japanese say uh it's the nail that sticks his head up that gets smashed down they don't have lockdown they have a recall so if you're out in the you know you're out in the the yard or whatever you call that area being outside of the facility they do have loudspeakers they can get on and say all right recall you know everybody's got to come back in uh but it's not the same thing as being locked down they don't have cells or anything like that so uh, it definitely seems like it is. Uh, it could be a lot worse as far as the situation that that she's in. And it, I, did she? Well, I descri- hope they're not planting any memories of a trip to Mars. Has she described it as like bunk beds, kind <laughs> of in okay. in like a large room? Because that that tends to be what it's I. It's kind of like that, yeah. But apparently there yeah. are some like cubicle things to block off, so you could still, in theory, like yeah. change your clothes without everybody in the room seeing you. Yeah, like I, I'm thinking like, like dividers. Probably there's yeah. probably like four people to like a section or something like that. Two One bunk thing beds, she something like that. Did say is that apparently she's been informed that if she were to call Free Talk Live, she would violate the rule against quote-unquote third-party contacts and so they are disallowing her from calling into free talk live i did tell her that she could ask if she wants to i think she is going to could she call and do a recorded interview with you know off the air right so not when we're live just do a recorded interview and then we play that back later on it's a silly idea that this is a third-party call because normally third party calls would be you call your mom and then you have her do a uh oh, third, another call another call and conference that the so, call so in. wait why so they this... don't know the difference between a radio and a telephone is what you're telling I, I am very confused because this this how how does the how does calling a radio station constitute a third party call it, because you're not it's you're not an arbitrary decision by relaying them. That's all. it's not like it's a relaying from from one person to another it's you're, you're literally talking to them. Well, remember, these are people so stupid that they can only survive by getting a job where the customers have no choice about <laughs> buying the product. Yeah, and, and it's kind of it's kind of also weird in that, like, 
she doesn't really she doesn't really have control over that in in this particular situation, right? Like if she yeah, were to I mean call, anybody could record the call without her knowing, and right? Throw right it over the radio sure. if they wanted. That's right. True. I mean, I mean, I, I obviously we're not going to do that, but it's just it just seems like. But but again, I I, I totally understand that these you know well, somebody are you know basically you know having to apply or abide by you arbitrary do what rules. They say or you don't get your right, good time. Right. right. Hopefully, <laughs> right. some of them will end up in prison after the revolution comes. <laughs> <laughs> uh so you know maybe maybe we'll get to hear her voice on the air if we can do one of the recorded interviews but according to somebody else who's been in the bureau of prison system uh the bureau of prisons the bop does not like publicity they they don't really want you to be on the radio that's the reason why they don't want her uh yeah. calling in it's not because it's a third party it's not because we're going to conference her with another caller mm-hmm. or right, whatever right. It's because they're terrified of somebody growing a pair of balls and starting to give them what they deserve. There's some news uh, regarding the federal government's uh, Supreme Court. Of course, we discussed yesterday how the kind of fake ruling against affirmative action had come out. It was getting a lot of headlines that affirmative action has been overturned at the university or the college level, but then we found that they can still get around it, essentially, if uh, if they want to. They can still kind of have the policy without having the policy effectively. And uh, they've, got their, they've already figured out how to circumvent this particular well, ruling. Well, they can, but with the, progr- with, with the program in place, they can do it pretty much with absolute impunity. Whereas mm, that's true. If, that, if that's not there then they would be uh, susceptible to things like discrimination suits. If you can intercept some email that says, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we're not going to let this kid in. He's white. We're going to let somebody in with, uh, you know, 25% less uh, on their SATs, then, uh, th- uh, then that would open them up to a lawsuit. Um, it would. Of course, I think they should get get rid of that, too. Um, cause you know, I mean, well, I mean, o- only a fool would let his enemy, uh, educate his children or let his enemy educate him. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, I mean, you shouldn't, the whole idea of going to college is a ridiculous, I think, concept for the most part for most people, unless you mm. absolutely need to for whatever career uh, this generation it is. It used to be great, but then they started the student loan program and the price of college like multiplied by five times. And also the number of graduates yeah. created mm-hmm. a huge supply of, you know, English teachers and, and, and you know, women's studies makers, whatever it, they make. Well, there are no plumbers and no electricians. You know, you know what it is? It's 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 a market problem, right? Because they Certainly, it's partially because it's, you know, the government, right? Go ahead, Major. Hey, even though you had to pay that six bucks for Bitcoin, that was still cheaper than if you'd have gone to Walmart and sent a store-to-store transaction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. As, eight bucks. Cheaper than getting a hooker, too. And, and as, uh, as, much as, as much as we criticize Bitcoin here on the show, it's not anywhere near as bad as the traditional systems. I can easily uh, see $70 charges for merchants like when you when you use a credit card to say purchase a laptop or something from mm-hmm. from my company um so yeah I, and and those 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 fees people are deceived because they get passed on to the consumer but they mm-hmm. don't see it as a separate charge so mm-hmm. 
because it's actually the retailer who eats it. It's not, not really the not retailer who eats well, it. The, the retailer pays for it. The retailer passes it on to the to the to the customer. Oh, well, yeah, and those fees are three percent. So, like, in order yep. to pay that six uh, six dollars that I paid on Bitcoin, all you have to do is spend two hundred dollars on your credit card instead of sending two thousand. Yep, that's true. But that said, I mean, if you had paid two hundred dollars instead of fifteen hundred, it still probably would have been six bucks. I mean, the the fees um, from Bitcoin yeah. are calculated not based on the amount of the transaction, but the actual number of bytes in the transaction, mm. and that can depend on uh, without getting too mm technical that depends on some other things like how split up your bitcoins are if they're split into a bunch of different wallets uh you don't necessarily see that and that may result in a higher fee than if they're not split up but the thing is going to get worse and worse every time because every time you send somebody a a payment it like takes a takes a, a set of mm. uh, unspent outputs that's actually generally larger than the amount. Right. It sends that, and then it cuts one of the pieces in two and sends the change back to you. So into a different unspent output. Get, exactly. Yeah. So it'll just get more and more fragmented as time goes on, which will cause the uh, the transactions to get bigger and bigger. All I'm thinking of is how we need a defrag program for the blockchain. Well, I mean, there there certainly is uh, such a thing. You could even have a defragging, uh, if it was built into the coin, you couldn't do it with Bitcoin. But if you were doing Ethereum and you were designing it with the benefit of some hindsight, you could definitely just have a special case uh, smart contract built into the chain that just... Whatever you send it, it will destroy and then generate new coins yeah. and send them back. We're getting you. a little too off into the weeds to yeah. talk about defragging <laughs> on uh, broadcast radio. But uh, right now, I think the most useful thing to look at here is the median transaction fee on Bitcoin. There's a handy ch- uh, chart of that over at bitinfocharts.com because the median fee is going to be, you know, pretty common right like median half of the fees are higher half the fees are lower so a lot of people are experiencing this median fee which is right now today a dollar 13 to send wow. one bitcoin transaction so yeah so if you but pay high. pay a dollar 50 for a uh for a cup of coffee that's 66 percent that you have to pay over and above the cost i i will say um, i i wonder if that's why bch uh went up uh 30 percent yesterday and over a hundred percent this week i wonder if people are starting to catch maybe. on uh, yeah that is really interesting uh bitcoin cash has been shooting up recently so anyway ma- uh, major what else did you I like to the real well, bitcoin yeah. Camouflage everything. If you use a strange ATM and you don't have enough money in your account, like ten grand, I think it is, where they give you free ATMs, they'll bang you three bucks to pull out twenty dollars. Oh yeah. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, that's true. Um, I want to touch on the Supreme Court cases, but first, you guys were talking about the uh, which, of the course, order. by the way, hurts poor people more than it does the wealthy because mm-hmm. a poor person is more yeah. likely to be pulling out smaller amounts. And so they're the ones that are getting hit for the largest percentage of uh, of fees. Oh yeah, and, and less likely to get 
banks doing nice things what? for them, like waiving all and, the fees. And it actually gets even way worse when it comes to uh, the, the poorer populations because they often don't have bank accounts because, you know, well, bank accounts are expensive because of all the fees, but it ends up becoming even more expensive without the bank accounts because you end up uh, paying higher rates for things like prepaid cards in order to do, you know, basic stuff like online, you know, purchases and things like that. So if you, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the prepaid cards, but they're they're really they've got a fee like Visa prepaid cards. That, yeah, sure. They, they got really fees high all fees. over the place. You got to yeah, pay a fee to yeah. load it. You got to pay a fee to you know, often buy often it. these same people have um, they get paid in these prepaid cards as well by their employers. Mm-hmm. So, major, you guys remember earlier in the show you were talking about uh, being a felon with a can of underarm deodorant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, well, I figure I was probably a felon at the age of 10. I used to make what they call tennis ball cannons. This is back when beer cans were stamped on both ends, right, the end caps. Mm-hmm. And you could take a P-38, which is an old Army can opener, and cut both ends off. And then the last can, you just rip the tab off, and you punch a little hole in it. And that's where you shoot the lighter fluid in, and you shake it around good. And, hey, you have, you know, if you're going to use it as a mortar, you can do it yourself, but... We got kind of high tech. We put butt pads on them. And if you had your buddy light it for you, you could actually hit something. So the big news today out of the Supreme Court is that the idea of this student loan forgiveness that Joe Biden was uh, pushing, I think it was last year, and they attempted to actually move forward. It ended up being uh, there was a lawsuit against it. And I believe the lower court put it on hold. Uh, so it did not move forward at, at that point. And now the Supreme Court has weighed in on it. According to the Daily Mail, Supreme Court has now struck down Joe Biden's $400 billion student loan so-called forgiveness plan. Nice. In a 6-3 to three bombshell decision, They uh, the plan was... 6-3, to three, so at least one of the liberals jumped ship. Is that right? I think there's there's generally considered to five, be four. a 5-4 split on the court right now. So They ruled to uh, the, the plan to wipe out debts for 26 million Americans at, of course, taxpayer expense was mm-hmm. unconstitutional and an overreach of his executive power. Imagine being the college, college janitor who got spit on all his life by these students because he didn't have an education, mm-hmm. and then he's forced to pay for their education. I know. It's a total yeah. insult. Just imagine it. Every productive person in the United States being forced to pay for uh, college mm-hmm. students, who many of whom have these liberal arts degrees, that they're yeah. completely they useless. They women's studies yeah. or, or creative farting or whatever it is they yeah. did. So I, I think this is great news. Uh, it's a little bit of good news coming out of the Supreme Court. Every now and then they get they get something right. I, you know, you know the thing that disgusts me is just that they're that they they were basically pushing these. They're oh, you know, it's it sort of kind of reminds me of um, oh, the, the places that push loans on the poor, right? It's yeah, payday loans. Yeah, payday loans. Yeah. It's it's almost like that. It's they're pushing these loans on students in the first place. Sure, they are. You yeah. know, which is kind of that in, they can't go this, bankrupt from. By right, the way. in this immoral well, way. And, and the in, teachers' union is giving them twelve years of hard sell on that. They in have. Grade yeah. They and have. Yeah. They have. Um, but I guess I guess just what I'm, I'm thinking is it's like on the one hand it's like I I don't know that I feel like you can hold these these people who are given these loans to account 
for those loans. But at the same time, it's like who how how do you deal with this problem? Because mm. the taxpayer, we I shouldn't be forced to pay for it either, right? right. See, you know? I wouldn't be a least uh, the least bit expen- uh disappointed if these people didn't pay the banks and the banks went bankrupt mm-hmm. and they all committed su- and all the bankers committed suicide. I'd be pleased as punch <laughs> yeah, by yeah. that. But um, the banks aren't even involved the here, right? The problem is no, they, well, are. They, they are involved they are. because, I mean, they weren't going to do it unless they could make more money for their banker friends. So the bankers make the loans. Oh, do they? The bankers make the profit. Yeah. But really? if. They, if anybody doesn't pay, then the government gives gives them a kickback. I thought, the and government, that's why they'll give you a it, loan for underwater basket weaving. Yeah. And the and, government uh, guarantees the loan, but the banks issue the loan. Oh, mm-hmm. see, I thought the college loans were coming from the government. I thought that they, was like they a government sort of program. D- they are sort of coming it's from the government. Some of them do. They, they are sort of coming from the Not government. Me. Um, in that the the banks get their money from the government through like the FDIC or something along those mm-hmm. lines. Mm-hmm. So it's not mm-hmm. it's it yeah it's it's kind of weird. It's it's like but basically don't you, it's they just do go a, to a, a government agency right, and then it's the government agency that contracts with the bank. Yeah, it's something along those lines. Uh, basically, um, it's 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 privatized effectively. Uh, the loan the issuance of the loan, but you know those loans are guaranteed by the government. And then huh. the, the the banks are effectively getting the money from the government, so it's uh, to loan yeah. out. So because that's really complicated. you know, it's, it, yeah, it's like it's a bunch of money printing basically is what's mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how loans come into existence, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, if they if they wanted to, uh, they could just wipe out the loans, right? Like they could just forgive the loans and just wipe them off the books if they wanted to. But no, they've got to get them well, paid, right? They got to pay they, their bankers. They, right? they could, but then the banks would be out the money. Part of the problem is that there is an oversupply of college-educated individuals in the wrong career paths. You can't go to college and then expect to get paid you know, a higher salary when you graduate if you don't take into account where the demand for uh, good-paying jobs are, right? Like, the whole basket weaving thing is is a perfect example. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's a real thing, but the point it is, probably was somewhere. Yeah, yeah. The point is that you you actually do have to think about the skills that you're going to achieve. Uh, you know, from from those funds that you're 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 exerting, if you want them to basically uh eventually be um you know beneficial to you. Right. The theory is you are investing in yourself. Right. You're bettering yourself to make you more attractive in a job market. To make you more attractive to uh, potential employers, in theory. And so the idea is that the degree makes you more desirable. Maybe would make it so you make more money. At least that's the pitch that they sell uh, to these kids. And I think it is important to remember that this is a sales pitch. That they are pitching a product. They are pitching a service to very young people who don't have a lot of experience when it comes to what a loan is. You're not allowed to get a loan until you're age 18 in the United States, and that's the same time they're hitting you up (laughs) to get a $100,000 loan or whatever for college. The funny thing about this is they're effectively selling to 16 and 17-year-olds primarily. Mm -hmm. That's the market for this. That's right. And they wouldn't be able to get a loan if it wasn't for the government uh, guarantees. That's a great point. And they they wouldn't- They have no credit. Right. They have no credit, right? It's, you know, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it just always blows my mind that like, 
it's not really i don't think uh, i will say that i think college is overrated but i don't necessarily think that like there's no value in getting a higher education the problem is that your people are getting a education in something that isn't worth something in the marketplace right so you know i if i were to go in i don't know maybe like i'm trying to think of like maybe if i was to go and you know into physics some sort of physicist or chemistry or something where there is often the stem stem uh what they call stem like scientific uh, technology, yeah, technology engineering, engineering right math math like yeah something like that um those jobs are almost certainly going to be worth uh or those i should say those those uh degrees are almost certainly going to be worth more than you pay into in terms of or loan you get a loan for and you pay for but a lot of these other degrees that people come out with there's no there's there, all you're doing unless you become is, a teacher yeah you're not going to be able to do anything with it yeah it's even if you can do something with it if the if the cost of the loan exceeds what you're going to make it additionally in theory uh and it doesn't cover those costs it doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense. sense right and right. It, it's it's and just, people shouldn't do things that don't make financial sense and if you do something that doesn't make financial sense you should be the one Solely you should be the one responsible for paying the cost of making that mistake. Hey, you screwed up. You got to pay the price, not everybody else. Yeah. And, you know, it, part of the reason that it, it, in a sane world, it wouldn't be that young people couldn't get loans, but those loans would be tied to the ability. They'd be of, reasonable. Well, mm-hmm. they would be reasonable, but they'd also be tied to the ability of those individuals for the career path that they've chosen to go down uh, to actually be able to repay those loans. Because if they can't repay those loans, the issuer of those loans will never make money because they end up defaulting on them. But they've undermined the the whole free market system, basically, by guaranteeing those loans in the first place. Well, and as we discussed last night, the fact that the government just guarantees these loans out there essentially means that the colleges can keep raising their rates, raising their rates, uh, yep. raising mm-hmm. their rates. There's mm-hmm. no end. It doesn't matter the fact that there are a number of colleges. In theory, they should be competing and rates should be coming down. But instead, they can cartelize and just everybody just knows they can raise their rates. And there's no penalty to them for raising the rates because kids are still being brainwashed to want to go to college. So there's still high demand on their services. They know that they can get whatever amount they want for their services because the government's going to back it up. So there's no downward pressure. Bad Slave is on the line in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Bad Slave. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, Chris and uh, and Ian. Um, I am... uh, I'm hoping for really, really good results for you, Ian, in this well, thank you. Uh, whole mess of uh, the Crypto 6 or what's left of it. I appreciate and, it. Uh, yeah, there you go. Anyways, but I wanted to say uh, about education, uh, and I, I, I cover the, the board on it, you know, with... Uh, what I call government indoc, which of course is, you know, commonly known as public schools mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, and academia, you know, of you know, further on in the process, the, all this stuff is completely 
pulled out of the market, you know, controlling uh, realm, which means all of this stuff is excessively expensive. Mm, yeah, you, you, what you're saying, I think, is that the, the these government schools or the, these universities are not subject to true market forces, and <laughs> and this is something that I was talking about earlier, where the prices in a free market, as we see in industries that are less regulated or unregulated, uh, tends to go down. Uh, price goes down because of competition, and you know people get better at doing the things that they do, or the manufacturing, or whatever. Uh, costs go down over time. It's just sort of the natural tendency of a competitive marketplace. But those do not; uh, those things do not occur in the college uh, education marketplace because it is a highly restrictive market. The players all are getting government subsidies. And so they're they're playing it up to raise their prices so they can get even more of the uh, the money from the government in this uh, in these cases. So it's a, it's a backwards incentives. They have a pattern in of of you know starting with the public schools and and you know we're breaking people over the coals in exactly the same way. And 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 in fact, I mean you know to me. Everything that's IT, which is, is most of what uh, colleges and government schools do, is is IT. It's it's IT. A, it's a delivery, IT information technology, delivery of data. Delivery of data has gotten so cheap. And in, in, in these days that, I mean, basically, you know. Are you saying, the, just to clarify, are you saying that the colleges aren't teaching IT? You're saying that they're just delivering information to people and we don't need them anymore. You could just do the research yourself, go online, get, uh, you know, free well, courses and things like that. I, I think a lot of that is, is true. But I mean, even, true, yeah. even if they were even if they were to have the organizations uh, surrounding these things, that, that uh, you know, the, the proper delivery of IT is, is going to be a really inexpensive, you know, you know operation. And just, uh, you know, I'm not really sure what you mean uh, when you say the proper delivery of, of IT. Uh, that's, that's confusing to me. Uh, uh, data, you know, it's, it's a matter of, you know, you got data in your computer at home and mm-hmm. you got data somewhere out on the uh, in the, uh, uh, you know, in the cloud, I guess you call it. Uh-huh. And, 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 you know, you just bring that in, you know, with the, with the. What does that have to do with the colleges, though? Well, exactly. Not the colleges, not. The, but I mean, if, you know, if, if, if people were smart, this is what would be going on. Hey, Daily Digest listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy, so I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, 
Visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. The next story here is from axios.com, reporting that the Supreme Court has also ruled that uh, businesses can refuse service to LGBTQ customers, which I have to say was a surprise after many years of uh, you gotta bake the cake rulings coming out of uh, courts and such. Wasn't the you gotta bake a cake ruling, uh, didn't they rule the, the, the right way and effectively say not? You don't have to bake the did cake they? at the at the end. Maybe you're right about that. I might be mistaken, but I thought they I thought they they did roll uh, similarly, and and it was it was a good rolling. But I I could be I could be mistaken. Well, in this case, businesses can refuse to serve same sex couples if doing so would violate the owner's religious beliefs, according to the Supreme Court today. You know, the only thing I would say is I'm not sure I like the like the fact that it is if it violates the religious beliefs, right? Like mm-hmm. why why should it matter whether they're religious beliefs or not? Right. right. Why like, can't it just be they're a bigot? Right. right. Like know? I should be able to serve whoever I want, you know, whether right. or not. Right. Yeah. Or, or or not. Um, you know, it's this is not, you know, we should have and and the only I, th- I think there's circumstances where this is not it's it would be it would not be okay to refuse to, to serve potentially, but it's the result of government intervention in the market or you know, like for example, the banks, right? The, mm-hmm. the banks are heavily regulated. If you can't open a competing bank to serve LGBT people, and the government is saying the uh, banks can't serve LGBT people or whatever, like because it's regulated. Well, you're you're basically screwing over a population that has no way into the into the system in the first place. Mm-hmm. There's no market solution to the problem because it's regulated. The story here says the case concerns Lori Smith, a Colorado web designer who wanted to create and sell wedding websites, but not to same sex couples. Colorado's civil rights law, which wasn't Colorado the place with the bakery as well. I think it was. I feel like it like was the gay, too, yeah. The gay bakery. I don't or know for sure though. Or not the gay bakery, the bakery run by the Christian guy. Uh, I don't even, was it run? I guess it was run by a Christian yeah, guy. Yeah, I think so. Col- I, know, I know the baker was like a Christian guy yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Colorado's civil rights law prohibited her or any business that serves the general public from turning away customers because of their sexual orientation. She said complying with that law would force her to espouse views that she doesn't agree with. She says the artwork I create is speech. She told Colorado Public Radio in December, adding that, quote, those messages must be consistent with my convictions, she said. The conservative majority Supreme Court ruled six to three in favor of Smith, saying she has a First Amendment right to refuse to design custom wedding websites for same-sex couples. Quote, the First Amendment envisions the United States as a rich and complex place where all persons are free to think and speak as they wish, not as the government demands. Colorado cannot deny that promise consistent with the First Amendment, according to the Judge Neil Gorsuch in the majority opinion. And I agree with this here because ultimately, and I, I'm also with you on this, Chris, if, whether it's her religion or not, she should be free to not speak if that's what she wants to do. And you know, web designing is speech, right? Like she's putting, she's pouring out her creativity onto the page on yeah. the internet. And just because you come in with a thousand dollars and you want to hire this person, does not mean that that person is obligated to take your money no. and write the things you want her to write on the internet. We're not slaves, and we yeah. shouldn't be slaves. Well, I mean, that's not the same thing as slavery. You'd be getting paid, but ultimately. True. 
you aren't you should not be obligated to espouse a thing that you don't agree with. I, I feel like it's got an element of slavery to it, but yeah, yeah I, I know what you mean. Um, is, so let me clarify something. Is this a U.S. Supreme Court ruling we're talking it about? It is. It is. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. this is interesting because it's sort of conflicting, right? Log- logically conflicting with other rulings that have occurred over the years. So just as an example, um, commercial speech is not protected the way other types of political speech are is, is protected, mm. which sort of means this is this ruling seems inconsistent. Like, why is it okay? What's another example though? Like, commercial yeah, I'm trying speech. to think, and maybe I'm just thinking about this. And I'm are we talking I'm, about I'm advertising thinking, cigarettes? Yeah, like I'm thinking about maybe advertising cigarettes. Probably uh-huh. is a good example where it's okay for the government to regulate that, mm. but it's not okay for the government to to regulate. You yeah, know, there's you certainly know what I mean? no like, consistency. It seems that's, like it's inconsistent, inconsistent in terms of you know the, the, the logic and the rationale. I guess the difference there would be no one can advertise cigarettes period across the board whereas this is just saying the individual business owner can't be forced to take clients that they don't want so gorsuch said quote all of us will encounter ideas we consider unattractive but added that quote tolerance not coercion is our nation's answer boy wouldn't that be nice Mm. if that were actually true if coercion uh was not the answer from the government right because that's all they ever do if they don't like your ideas. If they don't like what you're doing, then they will absolutely use coercion on you. That's why our co-host Aria is sitting in a prison cell for the next 18 oh, yeah, months. For okay? sure. Because that was all about ideas. It had nothing to do with yeah. any uh, victim or anything like that. It was about their idea that you have to get their piece of paper, uh, fill out their forms, and jump through all of yeah. their hoops. That's their I, idea, not I, ours. Yeah, I, I love the phrase uh, "paperwork violation," and that's I, what it was. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I I remember hearing that in the court as as how, sort of how uh, I believe it was. I think it was your lawyer who described it that way. Mm. Um, and um, I was thinking that that is such a good ex- description of like what's going on here. These these are paperwork violations. You know, if you're going to say guilty, it's it's it, it's not. Anything more than a paperwork violation and the penalty should be, you know, little more than a, a, probably a very, very small fine, you know, maybe a $50 mm-hmm. fine or something like that times, you know, what? Se- well, I guess in your case, it would have been maybe seven people, but it's it's just, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a dissenting opinion, of course. Again, it was a six to three rule. Justice Sonia Sotomayor wrote in the dissent, quote, there has been a backlash to the movement for liberty and equality for gender and sexual minorities. New forms of inclusion have been met with reactionary exclusion. This is heartbreaking. Well, that's not really uh, an argument. Uh, it's just an opinion. Well, I guess that's all the Supreme Court ever issues is, uh, is opinions. But usually they have some sort of legal uh, backing to them. She's just saying this, this hurts her feelings uh, ultimately. And this, is, you know, this isn't about the liberty. It's not liberty to go and tell a business owner they have to do what you want them to do if they don't want to do it. That's not what liberty is. Okay, that's that's using the threat of the the state and saying if you don't make bake this cake or you don't make this website for me, then I'm going to go to some men with guns and I'm going to force you to do it. That's I, that's the opposite of liberty. That's I, coercion. I think there's some other aspect of this. The opposite of that too, I think is also probably important to point out here is you also as a business shouldn't be required 
to, for example, like if you're in the auto manufacturing world, right, mm-hmm. there's a lot of regulations. And often they mandate that you use a particular part from a particular company effectively. And this happens in a lot of industries. And that's also just as wrong. Yes, that's true. Absolutely. Uh, Kenji, or sorry, Katunji Brown, Jackson, and Elena Kagan on the dissent said further, the immediate symbolic effect of the decision is to mark gays and lesbians for second-class status. She said the ruling conveyed a message that, quote, we live in a society with social castes and warned that the underpinning logic of the decision could extend beyond sexual orientation or gender identity. And that's good if that's the case. Now, I'm not saying it's good to discriminate. <laughs> you might want to be I'm careful saying, about your words there. <laughs> I'm saying it's good if, indeed, it would be legal to discriminate. And the reason for that is because oh, yeah. uh, dis- discrimination is a natural thing. We all do it. Okay, I discriminate against who I'm friends with, for instance. I don't want to be friends with everybody. I just want to be friends with the right people. And it's not even you know? like you necessarily think that just because you don't want to be friends with somebody that there's anything wrong with them or That's you right. know that you dislike them. It's just that maybe you don't have the same interests, that right? Could, that could be. So we all discriminate in our daily affairs. Uh, some people discriminate for really bad reasons, right? Like they might discriminate against somebody because of their gender or because of their uh, their skin color or whatever. I'm against those sorts of discriminations personally. But but these are moral issues. You don't have to put into law just because something is immoral. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to outlaw just because you wouldn't do it. Right. right. And I think that's I think that's the key thing here. It's like, yeah, maybe they should serve that gay couple, but you shouldn't use violence to force that business owner to serve that gay couple. Right. And it doesn't have anything to do with creating a caste system. There's there's no uh I don't know if caste system. I, mean, I don't live in India, so I don't know a whole lot about the caste systems there or the Hindu religion or whatever it is. I th- suspect the government's involved in that, right? Where there's a certain system and the government enforces it. Historically, Please, it was. Let me know if I'm wrong yeah. about this. Um, I mean, I've read a little bit about it over the years, but I'm not intimately familiar with it. That would be a caste system. This is simply social interactions between human beings who can make different decisions. This is a marketplace. This is people choosing for various different reasons, whether it be religious, whether they're just ignorant, or whether they're bigoted for whatever other reason they they happen to be. They should be free to make those choices, and the rest of us should also be free to make choices. You're on Free Talk Live, Sarah. Yes, I've been hearing about um, some environmental um, talks, and I heard these before, but these are um, edible Seaweed water pods, and uh, it was seaweed be- water pods. Yeah, I heard about these before. They were they were um, designing um, these water bottles that um, biodegrade, but I did not know that it was actually seaweed material. Hold on, you're saying the, you're saying these are bottles of water that the plastic or whatever the material is on the outside is not plastic. It's in point of fact seaweed. Right, right. So, okay. so that, so that I heard that they were developing these. Like I heard about it a couple of years ago, but I didn't know what what uh, what they were trying to do. So, but my my question is, how is it that when you have the water in there, it's not gonna decompose? It's when you drink the water, supposedly it'll decompose within forty five days. So, so I mean, what? 
I'm that is an excellent question. You. Yeah, how does the water stay on a shelf? Because uh, you know, normally bottled water is going to sit somewhere. It's going to sit in a factory or a warehouse or whatever. It's going to move across. I don't know how how long the average uh, bottle of water, the package of bottles of water that's sitting on a store shelf, will sit there. In in some cases, I mean, presumably, if it's you know, maybe it goes faster than I think it does. I I don't I, know. I don't know the answer to that question either. But all I'm thinking of is if it's 45 days. Uh, you're going to have a very wet car. A lot of people are going to have a very wet cars if they make the <laughs> They leave the bottles of- in there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no but, but I think the 45 days is after the water is consumed, and then it'll take 45 days, for, and then it'll, it'll oh. start to decompose. So it has to be that's dry to decompose. Uh, maybe. Interesting. Yeah, maybe that's why. That I mean, is interesting. Yeah, that's the, that's the um, science behind it. I'm very, very curious about this. I want to hear more about it because... Huh. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm like into like the environment, you know, like well, I think that's the common trend now on almost everybody into clean air, clean water, clean energy, conserving the environment. I, I'm sure you guys are like that, too. Right. I mean, well, I mean, I like just, a nice uh, environment. I like to have clean air and uh, clean water. I and mean, who doesn't who doesn't like that? Uh, and if it's something that can actually be done that is profitable, and this may may be a really, it sounds like a really interesting product, uh, because a lot of people do understand that plastic, whether you feel like it's uh, going to destroy the environment or not, it definitely is something that some people are concerned with the plastics seeping into their food or the plastics seeping into their water supply. So, like, there's various different concerns about uh, these products. And if you can actually have something that just disappears over a short period of time, I mean, that seems like it's a pretty smart idea. Can it be done uh, cheaply? Can hmm. it be done to the point where the seaweed bottles are similarly priced to the plastic bottles? If not, you know, if it's uh, an elite kind of you know, item, it's never going to catch on. You know, right? you know what actually sounds actually kind of the reason it sounds kind of interesting is convenience. Like thinking about this a little bit, like I have a you know trash can under my sink, you know, for recyclables, mm-hmm. and I'm always putting you know the plastic, you know, uh, water, you know, water bottle. I, you know, I'm like most people. You know, I have a a stack of you know, I I, I know you. I don't think you do. Either, I don't recycle. But, no, but you I don't. Do. You also don't have like water bottles. You'll go to the sink and get your own water, right? We got water bottles in the car. I drink or not uh, on water the road bottles, frequently. but like uh, pre-bottled water, right? On the on the road, yeah, we got them in the car. Oh, you do, but yeah. I mean, you just don't. You don't have. I don't, I don't have, have them around in the house. house, right? So I do. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm kind of particularly bad in that respect. I guess you could sort of mm-hmm. say. Um, but um, but I could see it being really super convenient if I could just take that bottle and instead of putting it in the recyclables. Um, I just put it right into the uh, disposal. Mm-hmm. So I can see it being a super convenient like reason to do that. Yeah, like I said, depends on the cost. I, uh-huh. uh, Sarah, right, I did right. find the story here. Uh, this is uh, it's a few years old now, at least when yeah. it was first hitting the news. Maybe it's gotten even better. But uh, the product, at least in 2019, was called Uho or Uhu or something. O-O-H-O. Is how it is yeah, spelled. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, that, that uh, it's got the H two O somewhere into it. Yeah, right. So it right. says here that um, concerned about the impact of the packaging industry was having on pollution in the environment. Uh, the two partners created Uho, dubbed the edible water bottle. The company has uh-huh. since captured the imagination of the running crowd, and in April of 2019, it was announced that the startup would work alongside some other company to provide drinks 
uh, drink bottles at the 2019 London Marathon. The company's head of marketing said at this year's London Marathon, all of our sport bottles made from 100% recycled plastic and will retain responsibility for them, collecting them on the course and returning them to our factory to be recycled back in new bottles. We're also investing in an innovative solutions, edible Uho packaging. That seems like Hi. such a such a uh, potentially problematic, like not uh, environmental, but like um, uh, like make you sick, right? Like I mean, if some, you've got something on the shelf, you're, it's supposed to. The plastic usually keeps protects what's in the in the bottle, right? From like you know dessert uh-huh. germs and like viruses and things. You would not be okay with uh, you know a white supremacist using violence against a black person. But no, of course you, not. But you, even though you don't support a white supremacist being being racist against a black person, you would not prohibit it in law. You would not use Correct. violence against them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I would rather use the market against them. Use market mechanisms against market the white means. supremacist. Correct. Meaning, I'm not going to do business with them. Yep. If I know there's, a, if I know, you know, here in Keene, New Hampshire, it's a pretty small place. Oh yeah. There's only so many restaurants in town. If I find out a restaurant in town is not serving black people in Keene, New Hampshire, I'm going to be sure to not only never go to that business again, but also to inform all of my friends about it. Yeah, I mean, right? I, could you even imagine if you and your friend, you know, say you're you have a group of people and are mostly white, and you have a, a black friend that comes along with you to a restaurant, and they 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 refuse service yeah. to to your friend, your black friend. I'm going to turn around and really, walk out. Do you really think that that restaurant is going to be in business long? No, I don't. think I mean, so. the, the restaurant industry is a pretty competitive market tough. too, even yeah. in a small town. Yeah, you you can't afford to uh, turn uh, anybody away. Yeah, I right? mean, even if and and it's interesting because you you might be able to afford if if it was the case that you know everybody was racist in Keene basically and there was a small black population maybe you could afford to turn away black people but that's you true. can't that's true. turn away black people when the population isn't mostly racist yeah and i agree with you and you know and that goes back to something you were talking about earlier where people should be free to move about and move places where they're more welcome where they feel yeah. better about that yeah and- my biggest concern is the restriction on movement that governments mm-hmm. put in place, and they do it for different reasons, often tying children to parents or guardians, but also, and I think of that particularly with LGBT young young people who who are you know basically being persecuted in schools and things like that, where they're and and by parents and things, and they're not allowed to leave. It's like that's there's something wrong with that, I think. But yeah. the problem is that the government is it's it's a government problem. Um, but yeah, but it also, you know, it also that kind of thing also happens elsewhere um, through other means, I think. And in terms of like suspending driver's licenses mm-hmm. for people who uh, I'm trying to think of an example of this. Uh, but, it's usually poor people. Yeah. Um, oh, child support would be a good mm-hmm. example. Right. right if, so they can't go to work. It, then, so they can't go to work or they can't leave. They, right. you know, and it doesn't apply. Ju- it's not just there, but like New York City, um, at least at one point, they and probably still are. Uh, they if you had been caught graffitiing underage you wouldn't be able to get a driver's license for some lengthy amount of time after you normally would have been mm. able to get a driver's license. That's well, at least example. in New York City, you don't really need to drive anywhere in New York City because you can just take public transportation. Yeah, I there, don't know. It, it, driving's much yeah. more important in more rural areas. It, it, you're right. Sure. You're right. But it's still, it's still, it's still the the restriction on your freedom of movement. I think is a far bigger concern than you know some 
you know, Baker refusing to serve, you know, no doubt. serve me as a gay as a gay man. And, and if a bunch of Christians want to move to the same town together and everybody agrees that they don't want to serve gay people or whatever it is that they're uh, they're against, I'm okay with that too. You know, it because then everybody that supports uh gay rights and gay people or whatever, they're not going to come visit that town. Yeah. They're not going to go I, there for their vacation. And I think that's fine, too. Yeah, I, I certainly think that I, I I mean, I certainly wouldn't want to encourage, uh, you know, people to do that. But I certainly I actually do want to encourage it because I'd rather have you think those it's a good people idea to live encourage together. It? I, mean, I don't I, yeah, and you I, might be right on this. I, and, 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 like the same reason but you're why not, you're not encouraging them to be uh, bigoted or whatnot. I'm just accepting you, that they'll be bigoted. Yeah, you're just saying that they are being bigoted. So put let them go. I know off and, I'm not going to convince. I'm likely not going to convince them. Right. Okay? And I, I would agree with you. I don't think it's, you're going to change and, anybody's mind. And by, this is by, happening right now with the Porcupine Freedom Festival, yep. the Free, Free State Project summertime event. It's what one week. Not, yeah. even a, not even a whole week since uh, Porkfest is, has ended, and already people are talking about naked people again. Oh, and, no, oh the world's going to end. Oh, God. Oh, we can't have our kids seeing somebody who's naked at the Naked uh, Body Freedom Village in, in Porkfest. Or, oh, my Lord, somebody was topless at the Free Talk. Somebody was complaining online today because someone was topless at the Free Talk, at the Free Talk Live site. <laughs> there was a day that Aria and Nikki and uh, another lady recorded a topless episode of Free Talk Live. They were complaining because they saw it their kids saw it or or something like that and it's like y'all just go have your own festival let's go to cw he is in arizona listening to k talks go ahead cw hello cw oops i got you now go ahead i'm sorry about yesterday and i made you upset i'm sorry i don't even remember what it was about dude go ahead what's on your mind (laughs) anyways you're talking about the christians starting their own little uh festivals but you understand that if they do that, then obviously people are going to infiltrate and say, oh, oh, they're they're doing, oh, they're being so kind and everything. And it's just going to what be What do you mean they'll mess. infiltrate? Well, because the Christians go to the pork fest and say, hey, oh, they're topless. You said family friendly. And mm-hmm. I don't like seeing, you know, showing my kids all this stuff, you know. And then if the Christians, you said, why don't the Christians just uh start their own little thing mm-hmm. well people are going to go there and start bashing them too so no they won't never why would i go to a christian though. festival I'm i have no interest in conservative there's, festival there's all these people that are going to bash the other well no they see the thing is when you go to the porcupine freedom festival you sign an agreement when you buy the ticket there's an agreement that goes along with it and in the agreement it says you may see some naked people at some point while you're at rogers campground there's a chance you may come across this in the same way the yeah. Christians can say you're not allowed to be naked. You're not allowed this and that. You're not allowed to have alcohol. Yeah. You're not allowed to have, you know, you fill in the blank. And if you violate that, they can throw your ass out of their festival and, and they would be well within their rights to do it. It's And, you know, it's, know, it's, it's if you do even just a little ways. bit of research into the festival, Pork Fest, right, it's pretty clear about what the event's about. It's about freedom. It's about all, it's not about one specific freedom. It's about all the freedoms. Yeah, there's no there is zero it's, chance that Body Freedom Village is going to try to <laughs> infiltrate the Christian festival. They would not be welcome there there isn't even that much body like there's not even that many naked people running around the campground like that's it's 10 of them or something yeah it's it's yeah like i probably i probably i didn't witness firsthand but i could probably i did witness them yes I, I know you did, and I saw yeah. some pictures. I was at the um, Naked Olympics. At the Naked Olympics. I didn't go to that. I didn't see that, but I think there was probably a dozen people. Yeah, it was, you know, it was very silly and fun. Right, right. 
What about what else, CW? Oh, well, anyways, you said something about the water. There wasn't enough water. Man, I would not want to go to somewhere where I couldn't bathe or drink. Or, yeah. Man, could you imagine that? Just dehydrating and passing out. From well, the, I mean, the there's problem, still water you can get in bottled form as yeah, far the, as drinking. The is problem concerned. wasn't a thirst issue. The problem was oh, the the porta potties filled up, and then there was nowhere to go. Oh my god! Oh no! See, I'm a plumber. I deal with porta potties all the time. And those things are horrendous during the summer. Well, I don't know how hot it gets up it, there. It probably wasn't yeah. that bad because in northern New Hampshire, in the mountains, it doesn't get, like, super hot. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.